Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girlbomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining. Keep being you. And treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's. Because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hello. I lost Sup, my dogs. Notes. I lost my notes. So Hold let's on. get into I I stopped watching, by the way. I'm no How longer. How far did ahead. you go? I'm I didn't watch any more, I'm saying. I was already oh. too ahead. So we you have two rec- two episodes to record today, and then I will be Caught I will not up. be ahead. I did feel guilty. Well, it's a good show. I I'm truly like it's hard for me to not continue watching. Of course, I mean like I have to take notes, so I it's actually not that hard for me to not watch, but like it's if I wasn't taking notes, I would be jamming through this. It's fun. It's different. I mean, it's different in the sense that like I'm so used to like sailing because we went to our like sailing burst that now that I'm like experiencing med again, I'm like feeling joy. Yeah. Also, like if you know what the cast looks like at the end of the season. It's a different world, right? And then you start watching the show and you know that like, <laughs> we've talked about this, like half the people are not going to be there at the end. Whole departments will be wiped out. Um, it's bonkers. Yeah, wait. Uh, so, it, okay. So we know that most of the interior gets switched up. Yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, well, because there's someone is coming in. And then that person will eventually get a very big uh, promotion. Promotion, yeah. This season, um, and that person is uh, very much enemies with the other person. Well, and I can understand why, because this person is kind of an uptight little bitch. I'm sorry. Oh, she's we were so not intense. And she was one of the many people who have waited till the last day of charter to really give it to their chief stew. <laughs> Which and then run away. Yeah, I you know, look, I am someone who can change on a character or character, a human on this show, a cast member, if you will. So maybe maybe she'll impress me at this point. Not likely, but again, I I liked Austin. Not Austin. What's his name? Ashton to begin with. Turned on him. I didn't love Hannah to to begin with, and now I'm like. Team Hannah. I can go through the motions with people. And yeah. so I'm really hoping 
she's able to turn it around for me. And yes, this is all about me and how I feel. Not about you, Nick. Mm, that's Don't hard for a to second hear. think this that is, is about hard you. To hear. <laughs> but here, this, I, uh, Hannah, like, obviously, Hannah, if you're doing like a comparison v. Lara, <laughs> obviously, Hannah is our favorite. Yes. Yes. Because Lara is not a human being. Lara she's is. She's a cartoon. No, she's Beelzebub. Like, you know how when they zip down their body and it's the devil underneath? Uh-huh. That's Lara. Like, if she unzipped her wow. human suit, it's the wow. devil underneath. Wow, devil looking fit. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, of course he's the devil. <laughs> Why she's the devil. Yeah, I can't imagine uh-huh. the devil would choose to be in a. Un- but some of these, like, the way, like, I don't know, man. I just, in my head, like, if somebody says, if somebody acts to me right away, the way the Lara acted to her, I would fire them that day. Yes. I don't know. I mean, like, I can't. There's nowhere to go. I agree 100%. And she doesn't want to come back from it. And every interaction gets worse. And I don't know why there's this whole chain of command. Like, I feel like she is being made to let this person be on the show for three episodes. Hmm. Who? Hannah? Oh, you think, like, Captain Sandy? She's just... So insane. No, like the producers. Uh, She's too crazy. She is Mila level crazy. I mean, not crazy like she's lost her mind. Just bad at her job. Whether that be because of her attitude or her ineptitude, she just is bad at the job to such an insane degree that I just don't believe it. I don't believe anyone would act this way. Who would get a job like this? Also, she said she's been on like 18 boats or something. What the fuck? She said what like, boat was she working she on? She said like 75 boats or something like that. Yeah. She's like, I've been working. Oh, I've been like eight. Yeah. I, what the fuck? I don't understand it. No, I agree. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> like, I, and also to be like sitting there like... <laughs> Yeah, okay. To like everything everyone says. Like, you're so rude. Like, why are you always like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Like, her vibe is truly like so sarcastic and anti-authority that it's like, why don't you just work for yourself? Yeah. I don't get it. She's a fucking cuckoo clock. Does that make sense? A cuckoo clock? Um, No. Oh. But it's fine. Hey, I see your little kitty back there. Oh, just walked away. Oh. Yeah, okay. Uh, Yes, we're talking Below Deck Mediterranean Season 5 Episode Dose. That's two. <laughs> Very cultured like that. Um, Yeah, so we continue with Hannah asking Laura to acknowledge her. And Laura's like, Whatever, I don't have time to argue. And Hannah's like, you don't have time to say, like, okay to your chief stew. Like, you need to learn to show some respect. And Laura's like, oh, whatever. Uh, That's not a great Laura accent, but whatever. But now I'm saying whatever. Ah, see, she's rubbing off on me. Uh, Hannah tells Laura to knock off and get up at 6 a.m. And Laura, in the creepiest way, is like, oh. So the schedule has changed again. Mm. <laughs> She's so mm. evil. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about her is pure evil. Um, and Hannah's like, yeah, I don't want to work with you any further. <laughs> so please get up when I don't have to be around you and work then. And she's like, okay, just making sure. Oh, God, the devil, the devil incarnate. And so Malia's on the phone with her boyfriend telling him about her crew. And she says her boyfriend is a chef and also in yachting. And she says it's so hard to be away from him. And it's like, do you only date chefs in yachting? Just a quick question. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess she does. I just answered my own question. Because mm-hmm. Adam, if you guys remember. Mm-hmm. Adam. Yeah. What about him? She dated Adam. He's a chef in yachting. 
Yeah. Now she's dating a new guy who's a chef in yachting. His name is Tom, I believe. But she also dated the bosun. Hmm. That's Think true. about it. Wes. She likes men in power. Bosun, yeah. She doesn't like men who are losers. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Oh, God, I got to remember that. Chicks like non-losers. Okay, don't, don't, like, take that to heart. Hmm. Must become winner. (laughs) Oh, no. What is happening with you? (laughs) Okay. Oh, no. Oh, my God. The light went out of his eyes. All right. Well, yeah, Malia's concerned about the bromances that are starting on board, specifically between Alex and Pete. Pete. Everybody's a little worried about Pete. <laughs> Every aspect of Pete is alarming. Uh, but Hannah finds Kiko so nice. And she's like, wow, it's like wild to work with a chef who's not like screaming at you all the time. And I'm like, ooh, that doesn't. If Hannah and Kiko are getting along, that means Kiko's time is limited. <laughs> Sorry. It's just so it's like good people rarely like like not just good people but just like good people chefs. Like just like kind-hearted, cool, chill dudes who surf and are like music is my passion. Oh, you're not. They're going to get rid of you, honey. They need a stone cold killer, which I think we're going to get. So anyway, the guests are playing drinking games in the gap in the gap lounge. Alex is on anchor watch, blah, blah, blah. Uninteresting. It's the next day. Uh, so Lara is on breakfast service, morning service, and she says she's excited to be on service and things will go so much smoother because Hannah's not here. And Jessica's on service with her as well. And and then she says that she's a quarter Japanese, and her dra- Japanese grandmother would always say, to, to whatever you do, you do the best you can. And I was like, on service? Okay. Uh, and Kiko, uh, Kiko says something. Well, I love that she's like, well, you know, the Japanese have a thing where they like to do it good. It's like, okay, it seems pretty universal, babe. Thanks, babe. That's what you should start saying to more women. Okay, thanks, babe. You said enough, babe. I say sweetheart, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Kiko says something very funny to me, which I thought was hilarious. He goes, America fluffy pancakes make people so happy. And I was like, honestly, he's not wrong. Now that's the one thing that is Japanese. Oh yeah, fluffy Japanese pancakes. Have you ever made them? I mean, get it straight. Have you ever made fluffy pancakes? I've made fluffy American pancakes. Oh, there's like these like thick, uh, fluffy Japanese pancakes. That are are you fucking with me right now? No, Google it. I'm the one who just said that. Oh, okay. Well, you said American, so I didn't know what you were talking about. One second, I said those are the things that are Japanese. The fluffy pancake, because they said the last thing was Japanese uh, work ethic, and now she's gone and she wants me to vamp. And this is this is okay. She's back. Sorry, the snot was. You'll never guess what she had to do. Her nose was leaking. (laughs) What is going on? You have to see a doctor. That's true. I've been having also like headaches. I think it's the poor air quality. No, you have been doing this. Your nose has been running since we started recording. No, my nose has been running since '94. Okay, don't worry about it. Okay, sweetie. I did look it up once, and then I found this article of this girl who was like, "My nose was always running." Turns out it was my brain fluids, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm sorry. What? (laughs) Did you tell your doctor about this? bring an article I found on the internet to my doctor and be like, sir, we need to be doing tests. Why not? That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like you have a very, very definite problem. You're right. (laughs) No, you're right. I should maybe say something. It just has been running for so long that I just thought that's who I am. It is who you are. I just learned to live with it. But I will say the person whose brain fluids were leaking, they had been in like a very intense traumatic accident that led to like a head trauma. But I've never had that. So it feels crazy. Like unless like Zach kicks me in the head every night, like I can't imagine where that sort of trauma would have come from. Oh. So you don't 
you're getting you think he's beating you at night no, while you're asleep no. i'm just saying i don't i've never had a brain trauma like that or like a head trauma so like my my brain juices haven't been a little knocked around and leaking out i don't think okay. all right well, well best not to look into it yeah i'll just keep letting i'll just keep asking you to vamp while i try and run and find tissues things are going great so yes the guests are seated for breakfast um but Lara hasn't reported anything back to Jessica or Kiko, so they're confused if the guests want eggs or not. And Laura's like, they're still waiting on the juice. And Jessica's like, well, you can, they can wait on the juice and we can find out if they want eggs. Um, and then Laura says she argues a lot. But she's like, wait, no, I don't argue a lot. But I do find myself often in conflict, conflict situations. And as conflict? a kid, I... Conflict, right? Isn't that what she yeah. said? No, she just said it weird. You know, she's yeah. got an accent. Yeah, and then she says she wanted to become a lawyer as a kid because she likes to defend people and she always seems to be winning. And then she's like, shrug. <sighs> yeah, she's annoying. Uh, Lara finally gets the egg orders and one guest asks for over easy, but Kiko doesn't know what that is. And he's like, what's that? And Lara's like, I don't know. I'm not the chef. Google it. And Kiko's like, I never want to see your face again. That's the yeah. moment Kiko turned on Lara for good. He's like, oh, that's when Kiko tried to unzip her human costume. Mm-hmm. Did you see that where he like reached up to the top of her head and he's like, where's mm-hmm. the zipper? You're clearly and she's the like, devil. no, no, no. <laughs> My brain fell out. <laughs> That's actually a spot on impression of her. That got me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Lars all of a sudden just has a ton of attitude towards Jessica and Kiko. And she's talking, she's like, Annoyed that they're both doing breakfast service and tells Jessica to go do uh, turndowns like in the rooms. And Jessica tells her, she's like, why don't you go do the cabins? Because you have horrible vibes. <laughs> and anyway, Lara's being a real bitch in the galley. And Kiko says, But I thought I was going to be your best friend. Yeah. You told it's- me I would be your best mate. She's also so literal about these lists. She's like, if you can see on the list, it says that we need to do this, this, and this, and you're not doing this. So I have to become a huge bitch to you about it. Absurd and dirty. Uh, And Kiko says it's funny because people usually aren't so mean off the bat. They like get to know you and then they show their evil side. But Lara has no shame and is quick to be like, don't unzip me. (laughs) Hmm. What a level of darkness we'll never understand. I understand it. You know, I work with you. Oh, fuck you. I'll, ch- I'll <laughs> literally, I will cut your dick off. I know you will. Yeah. And this I will, is not helping I will your argument. sell it bejeweled on Etsy. So this is what I'm talking your about. <laughs> I just watched the <laughs> Paris Hilton documentary and she like would just bejewel everything. And I just, this stuck with me. Like, okay. Um. Also, the deck crew doesn't know Lara's name. They all keep calling her Lana. Like, okay. Well, there's no one wants to talk to her. Well, except for Pete, who's like, can I suck your titty? And she's like, what? He's like, it's Lara. L-A-R-A, backwards A-R-A-L. Lara, you can sing it in the shower. You can sing it while you're cleaning the deck. Laura, Laura. Cool. Like, yeah, okay, thanks, and Laura, we got it. Yeah, Laura, cool. Hey, cool, Laura. Okay. Um, actually, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now. 
and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And honestly, we're back. I don't want to lie to you guys. I'm not back for another few minutes, so you can go ahead. Okay, well, you just spoke, so technically you're back. Mm-mm. Your back is against the wall. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, um, Rob says he's always wanted to get out of Cape Town growing up, and he says he used to transport a lot of illegal things to the airport to make money fast to put his mom in rehab so she could live. But he did, And he did everything in his power to do that. Uh, And it was the wrong thing for the right reasons. And he never questioned what it was that he was dropped. I never questioned what it was that I was dropping off at the airport. But I knew it was drugs. And I am not (laughs) proud of it. But I was doing it to try and help my mother with her alcoholism. But it didn't help in the end. She died eight years ago of liver failure. Oh, God. Well. Oh, fucking JWoww's back. Sometimes. <laughs> what? His mom's alive. Yeah, but he's always got problems. It does feel like South Africa. Like, I truly think apartheid ruined South Africa. Like, everyone's no. got some fucking dark-ass story from South Africa. But I also guess. I think everyone t- from- looks to apartheid for being. The thing that saved South Africa. The best thing they ever did. Am I reading that wrong? Yes, Hmm. I'm reading it wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to die on this hill? I mean. Tell the truth. Do you? This hill, that hill, just kill me. Okay, so the deck crew's working on getting the water toys out. And Hannah gets up and tells Kiko, she asks Kiko how service was without him. Without her. And Kiko's like, please, service should only be you, me, and Jessica. Please, Laura, she's the devil. She won't let me unzip her. (laughs) And she's like, oh, so I'm not the only one who's been trying to unzip her. And uh, the guests are asking for Smirnoff ice so they can ice each other. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What is this? What is this? Who's? Why are you guys trying to ice each other? Because they're basic. And that's the only way they can have fun. This is fucking bummer town. So Malia says she wants to impress Captain Sandy because she is obsessed with cutting Captain Sandy's skin off and wearing it herself. Sure, sure. Who is And (laughs) Jessica tells Hannah that they did not have a good time with Laura at breakfast service. (laughs) (sighs) Jessica also tried to unzip Laura. So the guests are playing with water toys. Jess hides a bunch of Smirnoff ices. Um, Hannah thinks Lara doesn't seem very stewardessy because she doesn't take initiative and she has the shittiest attitude. 
Uh, and then there's like a moment where Hannah's like, hey, you have to go into this like weird closet in the beach club to get into a fridge to get more water. And like Lara is so confused and is like, can you show me? I've never been in here before. And then she goes, okay, I'm out. And then like tries to leave. And Hannah's like, hello, we are literally in the middle of something. Like she just tries to leave. She's like, okay, you deal with it. Bye. And it's like, it doesn't work like that, queen. Have you not watched fucking thousands of episodes of Below Deck in a very short amount of time? Do you not understand hierarchy on a boat? Yeah. Are we the only people (laughs) watching 40 episodes a month of Below Deck? Please. (laughs) God. This is depressing as all hell. Um, yeah, and whatever. Lara says her parents taught her to always stand up for herself and apparently to be the devil. And she says she would get sent to the principal a lot because she wouldn't take the authority of teachers. And she says it's in her genes. And I'm like, you, are you in a mafia family? Like, what is going on? Like, she's such a fucked up, like, she has the darkest, most terrifying energy I've ever come across on this boat. And we have come across Mila. Like, this woman's energy is like, slit your throat from behind. Mm Mm-hmm. Preach. While telling you she loves you. It's just so dark. I don't know. So Captain Sandy asks Lara if she's going to be on service at all. And Laura's like, I would love to. Ugh. And the guests are on the bananas being pulled around on tenders. And Kiko's making paella, paella for lunch. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the guests sit down for lunch and they're hungry. But the paella takes time. And Hannah's trying to find Laura to, uh, to do lunch service. Or like to do laundry service. I don't even know. Paella is literally the single dish in the world that takes the longest to make. It's the only dish at like Spanish restaurants that you have to literally call ahead before you get there or else they can't make it for you. But he said it'd, it'd, make, it'd take him 30 minutes to make. Didn't he? Or did he already have the pieces Well, that's a like lot ready? longer than most dishes at a restaurant. Yeah, I guess um, you're right. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd assume it'd be longer. I guess you're right. Um, okay, then something like really intense happens where Hannah goes down to the crew mess and finds Lara cleaning. And Hannah interrupts her and says that she doesn't need to do the cleaning of the uh, of the crew mess because the deck crew will take care of it. And she goes, no, it's on the list. You told me to, to do it because it's on the list. So I need to complete it. And Hannah's like, dude, you can stop doing this. Go in laundry and worry about that. You don't need to worry about this. And Lara keeps saying, no, I need to finish working here. Um, and then she says, you cannot tell me what to do. We must collaborate. And I am just following instructions. And then she's like, if you please, and like tries to push past Hannah. And then Hannah's like, do not touch me. And, uh, yeah, it's very intense. Um, and, and Laura, who, Laura's always on some weird shit where she's like, hey, calm down. I'm not the one losing it. You're the one losing it. I'm like, you are a gaslighter. Look, I have never been upset with anyone ever in my life. Everything I've is okay. I've never not gotten along with someone. Every man I have met has proposed. Every woman I have met has asked me to be her roommate. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you are the devil. Uh, yes, yes. That's what everyone agrees. <laughs> they love devil. <laughs> She's a monster. And so Hannah has to get out of there because she's like probably about to strangle the shit out of Lara. Uh, They serve the guests the paella, but they're like, we love the food, but we wish it was much quicker. And that's the thing about Kiko is he's got a little little slow on timing. Kiko. You know what? Fucking eat some nuts. That's what I say to anybody who thinks the food's taking so long. Eat a nut. While you wait. Also, guess when I've ever felt that food came quick enough? Never. That's natural. Everyone is always going to be like, where's this food? Especially when they're on a yacht. They like sit down and like, why am I waiting even one second? Yeah. They're not like worried because it's taking, you know, longer than it would at a restaurant. They're just mad it's taking time at all. But I also feel like they're just like doing like water sports and being active. So they're like very hungry. They're basically just always hangry. 
Mm-hmm. And that is my insight. Wow. Sorry. Thank Sorry you it wasn't for apologizing. Better. Uh, well, yes. Yeah. So Alex says he grew up with his mom and she was the mom and dad in the picture. And his first memory of her was being the street hockey goalie while him and his siblings were shooting pucks at her in the driveway. So she was the role model they had and she shaped him up to be the man he is today. And he seems fine. Seems like a nice guy. Like the worst thing about him is that he's friends with Pete. All right, I'm going to jump off this cliff. So uh, okay. Hannah tells Lara that she can't do this with her all season. And Lara's like, well, you need to be polite to me. And I have done nothing bad. And this is just a misunderstanding. And if you're calm, I'm calm. I have no problem with you. I don't honestly even know what you're talking about. I never even spoke to you in the crew mess. I think you made that up. I don't know about you, Hannah, but I think you might be imagining things. Do you even know where you are right now? We're not in a laundry room. We're in hell, Hannah. That's right. You're asleep and you'll never wake up, Hannah. Don't even worry about it because Laura's here to take care of you. Let Laura tuck you in at night. Don't worry. Everything's okay. But if you even remotely have a bit of a tone with me, I will fucking kill you! You didn't see that scene? (laughs) Mm. You didn't see that scene. Um, no, I must have been in the When Hannah walks away and she's still like talking to herself like everything's going to be fine. Yes, I remember. I remember. I remember. Well, I saw it for what it was, which was the devil. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So the guests after lunch play with more water toys and go down the slide. And Pete tells Alex about the divide in the interior. Um, and they can't, they, cause Pete was in his room when Lara and, uh, Hannah got into it in the crew mess. Um, and they still can't figure out Lara's name. Um, and we and Captain Sandy's joining the guests for dinner, and Kiko says it makes him a little nervous, but he's a surfer and he's pretty chill, and he'll do his best. Uh, and then Rob says he's never heard of being iced, but back home in South Africa, when you're growing up, if you were holding a beer in your right hand and someone said buffalo, then you had to down it. So you always everyone just makes a conscious choice of holding uh, your beer in your left hand because after your third buffalo, you're dead. Um, look, I'm, it's insane that people, you know, it's like you do drinking games in college because the whole point is to just get drunk and maybe you don't even like drinking or you're, you're playing with some girl you want to drink more so you could, you know, do, be inappropriate. You know, you're just like trying to get people drunk or like maybe you don't even want to get drunk. So you're just like playing a game so you can get more drunk, whatever. But once you're fucking 40, you drink or you don't drink. It's fine. You don't need to do all this shit. Get it together. Go play with your kids. Get it together. Go play with your kids. Well, how about this, Nick? Every time you speak, you have to drink a thousand beers. Is that a fun drinking game? Every time I speak, I have to drink a thousand <laughs> beers. Is that going to kill you? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, you're a thousand behind, so you better pick it up, brother. Dang, dude. All right. Crack, crack. One. Oh, no. <laughs> crack, crack. Well, um, Hannah builds a centerpiece for the dinner serve dinner. Uh, table around the Smirnoff ice for the guests to basically be iced. Um, Jess, this is Jess's uh, storyline for this episode. She's trying to figure out what a pantry is in the galley. Um, And she says she's trying her hardest not to get on Hannah's bad side. And Hannah's like, this is the galley and this little corner is the pantry. And I'm like, how would anyone know that? Just say, like, um, the cupboard. I don't think she was, like, even mad about it. No, she wasn't mad at all. But, like, it was still, like, it's such a strange, distinct 
thing of like, and this side's the pantry. But it's like, in my mind, I would never think that. I, you just well, be like, the cupboards in the galley? I think this is one of these things that are different in America and Europe. And they're called different things. And I think the weirdest part was that Kiko didn't know what the pantry was. Oh, that's true. I certainly don't blame Jess. Yeah. Yeah, even Kiko was like, I'm sorry, did you say panties? Um, that sounds like something uh, that Creepo Chef would have said. What was that Creepo Chef? Oh, Adrian? I, Adrian. Creep. Big old creep. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the guests sit down for dinner service, and they start serving, but Kiko has already forgotten that Captain Sandy is joining, so one of the guests doesn't have a plate of food. Uh, But luckily, she was the one guest who asked if her plate could be cut down to, like, smaller portions, so they use that as an excuse as to why her plate comes out later than the rest. And I was like, lucky save, because the captain Mm -hmm. is there, and that's not a good look. Um. Yeah, and then also, again, for the main course, they have steak, but no one has any steak knives. So Sandy runs down, or radios down, uh, for Hannah to grab them. And Hannah's confused why... Ki- or not Hannah. Captain Sandy's confused why Kiko didn't try the snake bo- steak before serving it. And she's like, first charter? That's a big mistake. But the food's good, and Kiko's happy, so whatever. Then they bring out the uh, guest birthday cake, and... Somehow they ice the guest as well in the process. And then she shotguns a Smirnoff ice can, which seemed excessive. Yeah, I was like, oh, you were raised by an annoying older brother that you felt like you had to keep up with. Uh, you don't. You no don't. one should no. ever at your age. No, just enjoy the yacht you're on. Yeah, like at 29 or however old she was turning, you should never have to shotgun a Smirnoff ice can. True. So anyway, everyone goes back after dinner. Rob is on Anchor Watch, and he says he's currently seeing someone, but they're in an open experience. It's an interesting way to say open relationship. And he doesn't like it, but it wasn't his idea, and he doesn't know what's going to happen. Wow. Uh, She's going to fuck other dudes in your bed is what. Here's my impression of myself. I'm in an open relationship from the the intro. I know. I hear it every uh, day when I listen to the episodes. Why do you listen to these? Of course I don't listen to it. Okay, cool. It's the next day. I was going to say, like, you're wasting your time. Do you understand that? You're wasting your time. I'm not wasting my time. I don't have the time. Who would even have the time? I got to listen to my fantasy football podcasts. Um, That's all I listen to right for now. You know, what what is it? The is X- XFL dead. League? XFL, yeah. My favorite league. Right? I don't remember what it's called. It's called the NFL. But what's the other one that has an X in it? XFL. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, are you lying to me? Mm-mm. Okay, it feels like you're lying. I'm not. Oh, you're right, it is. It's called the XFL. I know. Okay, what's next? Yeah, let's keep it moving. So actually, before we keep it moving, I got to take a quick break and do some deep research on the XFL. So we'll be right back, bitches. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. 
the next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65%! Because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Now we're back. I learned on the break that Nick is in an open relationship with his foot. <laughs> it thoughts, Nick? God damn it. What, what happened? Uh, I just uh, got a annoying email. From God. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this. Nick is very religious, which is why he's so um, so quick to judge. <laughs> I'm also very religious as well, which is why I'm so quick to judge. I guess you could both say we met in church. A lot of people don't know that about us. I was at church. Uh, Nick came up to me and said, hey, we should start a church podcast. And uh, I was like, no. I'd rather talk about Below Deck. And he was like, sold. So here we are. To think that this could have easily been a church podcast where me and you just discussed our faith. God, things have really changed. <sighs> anyway, so it's the next day. Um, <laughs> Nick did not comment or agree with any of what I just said, which... Devastated I'm just, I'm me. Just, it sounds like you're about to change the subject, so I wanted to give devastated you the opportunity me to, do so. to no end that he would not confirm this clear, truthful story I just told. Mm. Never going to happen. Okay. Well, Laura is 30 minutes late to her shift in the morning, and we'll find out why later. Uh, Malia's having issues with Pete already, and she tells him not to go against her in front of the other crews or he won't be the lead deckhand anymore. And he's like, understood, little lady. <laughs> he's always like, I got you, mm-hmm. boss, sweetie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he'll agree and then be like, can I kiss you? Yeah, want to hop in my pocket? <laughs> and she's just like, what? Glenn's already hanging out fuck? in there. Oh. Glenn hey, and Malia guys. are probably the same height. Malia's pretty small, too. Um, so they're docking the boat for the first time and Malia hopes to nail it. And guess what? They do. Okay. It's fine. Yes. Yes. Is that a chug? Mm-hmm. All right, here you go. Drink up. They pretended there was going to be some docking drama, but there was not. That All is right. a 997 sip- beers to go. Yeah, Nick, you still have to. You have so many more too, because every yeah. time you spoke, you probably have to like a hundred k beers you yeah, need to drink sure, by sure. the end of this episode. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So Peter keeps flirting with Lara, and she says that they have a saying in Italy. 
This is so fucked up. That a man who's under 1 meter 65 shouldn't be trusted. Now imagine if she worked on the Parsifal with Glenn. Let's see. What is what is 1 meter 65 in feet? Um one meter sixty-five. Oh, centimeters? I don't fucking know. I don't know what centimeters are. Well, one meter three feet. I don't know. Wait, so wait, what? Let's see. How does that make any sense? Oh, okay. So anyone who's under five feet, basically, and four inches shouldn't be trusted. That's that's tough. How tall do you think Glenn was? Guess how tall you think Glenn was. Um, 75 centimeters. No, you can't go on 75 centimeters. Um... Four foot ten. Hmm. Unfortunately, I'm not able to find online how tall he is. Yeah, of course. He had that scrub for the year. <laughs> that was part of his deal. Oh, no. He's like, okay, you don't have to pay me. You just don't let anyone know I'm short. Just tell them how many leather jackets I own. Yeah, it doesn't say his height. He he literally had it scrubbed from the internet. Wow. That is That's tough for me because Yeah, there's nothing about it. What the fuck, Glenn? Tell the truth. How tall are you? Oh wait, no, I fa- No. 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 This is straight up lies. I just found Glenn Shepard is rumored to be 5 feet 11. Nick, did you just hear what I said? That's no, that you made that up. No, it says that on a fucking below deck Glenn Shepard bio. How tall is no, Glenn Shepard? Yes, it does. It's someone being funny. This is This is not cool. There is no way Glenn is 5'11". Am I missing something? It's a joke. No, the guy's not the guy's (laughs) not taller than five feet tall. Okay, well. Okay, whatever. Uh Jesus, that fucked me up. Um, yeah, Laura says you can't trust anyone under one meter and sixty-five feet centimeters in Italy, which is tightest. Uh, and she says, but Peter is tall and she likes tall men. Uh, So the guests are leaving, and the main charter guest says he got everything he wanted and he couldn't have been happier. And then he makes a joke that he left their tip in all ones. Hmm. Cool. He didn't. No, he didn't. But he could have. Because, you know, a lot of men who love to go to strip clubs do tend to carry a lot of ones. Um, I guess. Yeah, I don't know a lot about those people. I don't do that. Okay, I'm a good boy. I met you at church. Oh, so you admit it. Yeah. (laughs) Convenient. She bought it. Okay. So, uh, everyone, how would I have bought it? I would have been there. (laughs) She bought it. So everyone gets to work to flip the boat, uh, and then it's tip meeting time. And Captain Sandy tells Hannah she's proud of her, and that makes the guests that she makes the guests so happy. And then she tells Kiko and Malia that she's proud of them, and Malia starts bawling because Captain Sandy said that she did a great job. I'm like, dude, relax. But anyway, they got a 18k tip. That's money. Mm-hmm. Sorry that's to be good. that that's bitch, good. but that's, that's many. Good. That's many. That's good. That um, bald guy came through. The main primary was bald. Sorry to say that. 
I just insult everyone. So, yeah, Hannah pulls Captain Captain Sandy aside to tell her that she's really struggling with Lara. And Captain Sandy says she feels that her energy is very negative. But she's so nice to Captain Sandy. And so she tells Hannah to sit down with her and say, let's start over. And Hannah's like, I'm fine with her quitting. And Captain Sandy's like, well, I want you to try, Hannah. Try and turn it around. Hannah's like, okay. Um, it's so boring. I know I she has to say that as the freaking captain, but it's so boring to not be able to just be like, no, this person, you don't understand Captain, captain Sandy. She's insane. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, Hannah... Uh, Ray- okay, so also before the guests were leaving, Laura pulled Hannah aside and was like, I need to talk to you and tell you something very important. And Hannah's like, well, let's wait till the guests leave off the boat. So Hannah radios Laura and asks her to meet real quick in the lounge. And Laura shows up and goes, what do you want? Just tell me. And Hannah's like, what? You literally asked to speak to me originally. And then Laura's like, oh, okay. And then she says, the more Hannah pisses her off, the less she will do. And she says, the the way Hannah speaks to her is disrespectful. And Hannah's like, well, can you give some examples? And Laura's like, there's just so many. And Hannah's like, well, then name a few. And Laura says, well, Hannah makes her so uncomfortable that she doesn't remember anything. Okay. And then she tells Hannah to work out her shit in her own mind and figure it out, basically. And Hannah's like, that's not how it works. And your attitude has been really bad. And Laura's like, well, get your shit together and be nice. And Hannah's so pissed off. She's like, you are disgusting. And um, and Laura's like, well, I started work a half hour later today because of how rude you were to me the day before. So Hannah gets up and leaves. And she goes immediately and gets Captain Sandy and tells her it's bad. And she really needs her to talk to Laura right now. Um, and while this is happening, Laura is just sitting on the couch and like laughing to herself. <sighs> I mean, there's come nothing on. to say. Come the fuck on. If that's not Beelzebub in a t-shirt and jeans, I don't know what is. It's just like no one on earth thinks they're going to get away with that. But like. <sighs> she knows she's got to leave the boat. After that conversation, there's no coming back. No. Well, that's the end of the episode. It was bad. That was bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's over for me. I'm out. For you, you're leaving? Because you love Lara. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, imagine. No, I don't have to. You've said it. Okay. You love love, and you love Lara. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, uh, that do you have boat facts? <laughs> All right. Time oh, for that boat was it. Facts yeah, I got boat facts. With Nikki T's. <laughs> What just happened? We're just no, like, I've just mm. been tr- spending the last thirty minutes trying to sign a W nine form, and it's not working. Okay. Uh, hmm. About fact. Where the fuck is this? I have this tab open. Um, okay. Hey, what do you know about the Mayflower? Um, well, I'll tell you what you oh, know. Oh, okay. Nothing. Oh, okay. On 16th September, 1621. Okay. A merchant ship, the Mayflower, sailed from England and made its way to the New World. On board were 102 men, women, and children, half of whom... We're escaping religious persecution. While the other half were seeking adventure and a new life across the Atlantic. Yeah, like that. The mission to create a settlement in the Virginia Territory, however, was almost a disaster. Terrible storms and high waves made the crossing miserable. Before the Mayflower finally limped to journey's end after 66 days. The pilgrims had made it, but as they quickly found out, their troubles were only beginning as they faced a brutal winter. Here are five facts about the historic ship that carried the pilgrims to the New World. The Mayflower had design flaws. It had high wall-like sides, making it difficult to sail in the strong winds of the Atlantic. The crossing, therefore, took two months, but it could have been done in one. 
pretty it's like something, huh? It's like you're traveling down the highway at 30 miles an hour. Yeah. There were births and deaths on the Mayflower. During the crossing, one passenger died and one woman gave birth to a child. Oh, cool. So they came out even. The boy was named Oceanus. Stupid. Huh. Uh, the voyage was supposed to be done by two vessels. The second, the Speedwell, was deemed to be unseaworthy. However, so the passengers were crammed onto the Mayflower. Too many. As well as the 130-odd people squeezed on board. There were food stores, tools, weapons, including cannons and live animals. Uh, too many people. Um, and then they arrived at the beginning of a very harsh winter. Due to food shortages and outbreaks of disease, only half that made the journey survive to see spring. Half of them. Hmm. Is it because they died of disease? Yes. While anchored at Camp Cape Cod, 41 pilgrims, worried that law and order would break down once ashore, signed an agreement on November 11th. The Mayflower Compact created a civil body politic and was the United States' first governing document. And that's just uh, five quick facts about the Mayflower that I hope you enjoyed. I did. I, I, I don't know a lot about the Mayflower, but... Hopefully now you know a little more. And that's Boat Facts with Nikki T. Boat Facts with Nikki T's. Thanks so much, you guys. That was a fun little boat fact for you. Nick, um... He's really trying out here and we got to give him that. Like he, he really wants to, to get you guys the best boat facts there are. Unfortunately, there's only so many. So you know what you could do? You could potentially leave a five-star review and and give us a boat fact. Actually, we got a nice five-star review uh, didn't have a boat fact, but still very much appreciated. I will read it right now because I was so happy with it. Though, um, again, no, no five-star review, but guys, what are you going to do? Take what you can get, you know? Um, it's, it's awesome. Five stars uh, by Monty Python Girl. She says... Um, this show is hilarious, and thanks to Anna for introducing me to this great reality trash right in my wheelhouse. Nick Turner is so fun to listen to. Thanks for all your hard work putting this together. I do sometimes find myself wishing there was more banter, bits, and general fun convo about the crazier parts of the show rather than methodical detailing of every scene. Just my take. Y'all are awesome. Thank you, Monty Python girl. You know, people ask a lot of us. They say, less fun, more recap. Less recap, more fun. And I'm trying to make it more of both. Um, I do think the show will get more uh, bantery and less methodical detailing once we have guests on the show, uh, which will, because, you know, there'll be more people to ask opinions of and how they feel about certain characters and certain things that happen on the show. I will probably cry more. I just think there's a lot of excitement to come once we go weekly and current. So I don't know. I think you guys have a lot of cool, exciting shit to look forward to, ladies. Um. Anyway, that five-star reviewer could have been you, you guys. So you know where to find us, Deckheads on iTunes. You can email us at deckheadspod on uh, at wait. <laughs> email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at deckheadspod. Uh, I'm at Anna Hosnian. Nick is at Nick's Turner's. Leave us a five star review, like I just said. Um, and also check out our merch on T Public. How could you say no to that? Great, 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 great selling point. All right, guys, we're out of here. Nick is trying to do something on his computer, and he's been dead for 10 years now, apparently. This has been a ghost talking to you guys this whole time. All right, guys, bye! Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 